Men have got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth Instead of dividing them with lies, we're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of the show today. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E. My biblical question for this week, the biblical question, what is hell. What is hell? It's, it's, it's such an amazing question. It really is. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on com slash show. com slash show. And you can, we have, um, listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad if you're busy and you're not able to sit and watch it live. Of course, you could podcast later, but you could be listening while you're doing whatever you're doing by calling the listen line at 641-793-1500, 641-793-1500. And to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com slash JLP talk, buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk, or Bond JLP on Cash App. Bond JLP on Cash App. It's Tuesday. It's the second hour of Tuesday show. It is Country and Western Tuesday. Bring back, bring back... Oh, bring back my country to me. Bring back. Bring back. Bring back my country to what me. What dog? Who let the dogs out? Amazing. 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 That little town reminds me of uh, when I first moved to L.A., I drove back home to Alabama twice, and I went through Dar City, where Mr. Dillon and, Ch- and Chester live. <laughs> Mr. Dillon and Chester lived in Dar City, and Dar City looked like that. They had those old wood cowboy-looking homes and things like that. It was amazing, Dar City and Kansas it was amazing. I drove through there when I went to Alabama, and I drove back when I came from back to California. I, I really wanted to see it. It was really nice. And I grew up watching Gunsmoke with Mr. Dillon. Remember Mr. Dillon? Remember Chester? Yeah. You don't remember Mr. Dillon? 
<laughs> Amazing. Chester was Mr. Dillon, deputy sheriff, and Chester was crippled. He had one leg. He had two legs, but one of them had a problem. And he worked hard for Mr. Dillon. He was a good uh, police chief or a sheriff. Let me go to Brian, uh, Edgar, a first-time caller out of uh, Illinois. Edgar, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Mr. Peterson. How are you doing today? All is well, Edgar. Thank the Lord. All right, all right Mr. Peterson. So um, I actually, um, I, I guess my wife uh, had called last week because uh, I had uh, made some comments about her calling her Satan's daughter. Right. I'm not sure if you recall that conversation. I kind of do remember that a little bit. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Mr. Peterson, um, I just uh, actually last week just uh, forgave my father after uh, 17 years of uh, no communication with him. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. So and, you, why uh, didn't you talk to him in 17 years? Why did you stay away so long? Well, because I thought um, throughout the whole time that he was not calling or reaching out. So come, I come to find out that the whole time my mother was uh, actually keeping me away from him. Wow. I told you, yeah, mothers I, are evil. They are. They are Satan's daughters. And I actually uh, forgave my mother, too. And when I actually forgave her, she actually kind of just brushed it off. And she thought I was joking, but... I was that set, and I was. I told her honestly, like I forgive you, whatever it is that we went through, and I forgive you, whatever resentment that I had towards you. Right on. And she kind of um, brushed it off and laughed it off and said, like, "What are you forgiving me for? I should forgive you for whatever pain you caused me when you were a kid." You know. That's so how evil guess, she is, man. Exactly. So you know, I accepted it. I can't judge her for that. Right. I do still forgive her. But the thing I asked my father, and he, you know, I asked him. I told him I, um, I forgave my mother. But I now I really want to know, like, what it, what is it? Now I'm a grown man. I have uh, a lot of kids. Unfortunately, I had them out of wedlock. But now I am married to the woman that I had those children with. Thank God. Amazing. So I, yeah. So I was just wondering, Mr. Peterson, um, how I can make my life better with this, um. With this woman, <laughs> the devil's child, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Before I answer that, let me ask. Ask, what did your father uh, say when you went and forgave him? Well, he told me that he was, um, first off, he was really happy. Um, that I was. He told me that he never thought I was going to ever reach out to him. Because out of um, all of my siblings, I'm only one of four with uh, three boys. And I was the only one that would always want to be with him when he was here. Uh, so he left right before my 13th birthday. But I would spend the uh, weekends over his house. I love being with him. You know, and my brother still lives with my mother. Beta! Beta, <laughs> so, so I guess, uh, you know, so I told, I try and tell my brother and I try to tell him, you know, the right thing from the wrong thing, which is you got to forgive your mother. And he says, man, I have nothing to forgive her for. Amazing. And I told him, I was like, would you want to ever speak to our father again? He says he doesn't, there's no need to, he forgives him at heart. And I have to, and I'm telling him, you have to forgive your earthly father. And he has to know in order to make it to your heavenly father. Right. Yeah. Well, let him, let your brother just live in hell. He loves his hell. So you go on with your life. 
And the way you do it, and I highly suggest that you do the silent prayer every morning, every night, and during the day, tr- practice being present instead of lost in your thoughts about yesterday or tomorrow, what has happened or what will happen. Practice not doing that, and you're with God. You're in the presence of God, and he will guide you. Really, it would just automatically happen, and he would change your old nature, that ego nature, that that pride and 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 anger and ego. He will change that because that's evil and it's not you. He will take away all that away from you and give you back his nature, which is a new nature. And with the wife, from this day forward, never argue with her. Do not argue, period. And uh, you, you state your point. Let's say she's angry or she's treating the kids in the wrong way. You just tell her to back off the kids. Work on her anger, but don't argue with her about it at all. And don't be angry at her. She can't help herself. And I'm telling you, anger, your life, I, I, I don't even have the word to express because you'll be living this life. Most people won't even know what's happening inside of you. They'll think you feel like them. They'll think you think like them, you feel like them, but you won't. It would be amazing. And... uh yeah. But just don't don't ever argue with the devil inside of your mind, your imagination, your thoughts, or inside of someone else. So don't argue with the devil inside your wife or anyone else. Okay, Mr. Peterson, and that's the thing that I was actually calling about. So yesterday was, uh, so I had a long day at work. I'm getting off of work. Um, I get home, and my wife's very upset. Mind you, I keep telling her that's from the devil. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be upset. We can talk it out or whatever you want to state your point. Just say it. But she got to the point where she was so upset that I guess I wasn't fighting into it or I or wasn't arguing back. Where you know I'm a I smoke cigars. I smoke a cigar daily. She went into my humidor and threw out my cigars out the window. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, like man, I, I work hard for my no. You know, yeah, yeah, Mr. Pearson. So. You know, and I and I try to tell, I try to get no reaction out of it, but it did bother me a bit. But I know feelings and emotions are evil, right? So I try not to. And I told her, I I honestly told her, I, I'm genuinely concerned because you're evil, and I'm you're not gonna get a reaction out of me. And I know that's what you want, but you can't control or manipulate because I was a beta male before, right? And and you're right. The reason she carried on like that, threw things out the window and all that, because the hell in her, the evil spirits in her mind and body need to get a reaction from you in order for it to get a thrill so it could feel like a life, like so it could feel alive. So if she can't get a reaction from you by being nice and sweet, she's going to get a reaction. She's going to try to get a reaction from you by arguing and being upset if that doesn't work she'll throw things out the window she'll do whatever she can uh to try to get a reaction and that's what the devil does inside of all human beings when it can't get a reaction it go nuts and it'll try whatever it can to get a reaction so it can feel alive don't fall for it no the devil is evil inside of human beings don't argue with him don't be nice to it. Give it no communication at all. Ignore the devil 
inside of other and then watch it inside of you and it will be taken away from you. Yes, 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 Mr. Justin. I will do that. And then your wife, she's going to throw things at you. She's going to throw out the window. And then if that doesn't work, she's going to offer you sex. And and if that doesn't work, she'll bake you a cake. (laughs) 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 And and, and that's the thing, so. And the funny part about that is that afterward, she um she got some tickets for us, some concert tickets, and it's like this is this is not gonna bring back my cigars, right? <laughs> and I'm not upset. I was like, I'm not, I'm not upset about the cigars. I can always buy them, but I'm like, man, I aged those joints for like three years. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yes. Whatever you love. Is what she's going to use against you. She knows that those cigars meant a lot to you. She's going to destroy those. She knows that your children mean a lot to you. She's going to destroy the kids. She knows that. She does. Yeah. She knows that you love your car. She's going to break the glass, the the lights out of your car. Whatever you love is what the devil and her will try to use to destroy. It's amazing how that is, man. Yeah, it truly is, Mr. Peterson. And I'm just trying to, I've been trying to be a better person. I've been following you for the most part of like the past year and everything that you say, I can actually, um, I I can abide by that code because I think that's the way to go. I feel like it's uh, God over Christ, Christ over man, man over woman, woman over children. I have five children here and I have two kids in Mexico. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. But, and I love them, Justin. I truly do everything that I can in my power. Work 12 hours a day. I literally, that's my only thing to go. Go home, smoke a cigar, and relax. And, right you know, the wife nowadays, she doesn't even let me do that nowadays. So and I don't know what to do, Mr. Peterson. If you have any advice, I'd gladly take it. But here's what I recommend. Uh, when you get home again, you know how you're doing. Fine. Don't cater to her emotions. Don't cater to her mess. And you just come home and you stay calm and you, and if she's acting out once again, you say, hey, that's the hell in you. You need to overcome that. But don't argue with it. And just take it one day at a time. And then one other thing I want to tell you, I know you love your children, and, but don't love them emotionally. Do not love the children because that's not love. Emotion love is hatred. And, and Arena, I'm telling you that because she will discover, if she hasn't already, that you love those children emotionally. And, and if, if all her other hell acts don't work, she will use your children to hurt you, to try to destroy you. But let's say you're not emotionally tied to the children. If she's trying to take them or hurt them or, you know, take them to court to take them from you, you won't argue with it at all. Yeah, she tried that actually, and and this is the reason why I'm calling. We try to work it out, and it's just not. She's not progressing, and she says that she was born uh, with a Christian Catholic family, that she's been to church her whole life, and I've been with her for eight years. So I'm married to her, have children with her, and it doesn't seem like anything's changing on her side, at least. Right. Yeah, but, but I don't blame her. Right, but that's the hell in her. She's evil. Yeah, but but that's I'm warning you. Do what you want. Of course, you do what you want. You do what you think is best for you. 
But if you want the kids, okay, you can have them. Take them. And don't don't be emotionally attached to anything. Want for nothing. And then that way, if she knows that you're just going to let them go, it's not going to hurt you, she's less likely to try to take your children. She's only, the hell in her, only want to hurt what's important to you. And that's why God, when you die from the ego, you die from everything that you think is important. You want for nothing. You identify with nothing or no one. And if there's nothing there, there's nothing to take that no one can hurt you. So I highly recommend you do the silent prayer so you can overcome that false emotional love for the children. And you're going to have the right kind of love, which is God love working through you for the children. And you'll be fine. Because emotional love is Satan working through you. That's Satan love. He's imitating God, and it's not real love. That's why it doesn't work. And that's why, thanks to you, Mr. Peterson, I do not believe in emotions. Right on. And, and, and women love emotion. They're like, oh, you don't care about my emotions. You don't care how I feel. You don't cater to my emotions. They're saying, you don't care about the hell in me. You're not wishing the hell in me. You're not catering to the hell. You don't want to cater to the hell in you or anyone. Let them have their hell. So do the silent prayer, Edgar. Take it one day at a time. Watch those thoughts. And I promise you, God is working everything out for you. You can't make it happen. He's working it. Everything inside of you, he's working it out. And then your outer environment, he's working that out too. You'll be fine. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Justin. You're welcome. Let me know how it goes. I appreciate it. God bless you. You have yourself a great day. You too, buddy. It's the same hell in everyone. I was talking uh, to a guy yesterday, and, I, and it's been like one or two years since I counseled with him. Nice guy, hardworking, decent, and black. I think he's black. And... He married the wrong woman. And years ago, I said, you married the wrong woman, man. I would get out of this situation. No making the babies. Don't do any of that stuff. Walk away. And then I said, if you don't walk away, here's what's going to happen. And lo and behold, he did not walk away. And everything I told him that would happen, happened. And now he's trapped. Or at least he think he is. Well, I don't know if he really think he's trapped. But... You're living in your, anyone that has anger is living in their hell. You're living in their, the cage of their imagination, which is Satan dwell place, right? And they're getting advice from the devil. When one thing, the devil tells you to do this, and you go and do it, and it doesn't work. And then you're like, whoa, how did I get into this? And the devil's like, oh, don't worry about it. Do this. Try this way. And you try that. That doesn't work. Because you're getting information from the same evil. You're getting information from the devil in that cage, in that prison, in that jail cell. You got to rise above the jail cell if you want the real answers to life. And don't argue with the devil when people try to hurt you, attack you, whatever. They're evil. They can't help it. Do not give them any play at all because that's what they need 
to stay alive, a false life. They think it's life, but they're really dead. If, if they were alive, they would try to hurt other people. So men, stop, don't play with your, the evil devil in your wives. Uh, Jamal is out of Canada. Jamal, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Mr. Peterson, how are you doing? All is well, sir. I wanted to answer the biblical question. What is hell? I believe hell is um, when you're stuck in your head, like trapped in your thoughts. It's like a constant roller coaster. One minute, the voice in your head that pretends to be you says, you're a good guy, or things are going well, or remember that good thing that happened last week. Or, and then the next day, like, or in an instant, it will turn bad and be like, oh, you remember that bad thing that happened a few days ago, a few years ago, and that makes you feel down. And just a constant roller coaster, you know, no peace. I, I think that's what hell is. Amazing. I want to respond. It's so interesting. But I got to wait until Sunday. But I do appreciate your response to that, uh, Jamal. And I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. Thank you for it, man. All right, no problem. Appreciate you. You too, buddy. Amazing. 888-7753-773. A first-time caller out of Illinois. Um, Jay. Jay, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling from Chicago, the hellhole, Democrat. I call them Democrats. What a mess. You know what I'm saying? What a mess we got here, man. You need to come here and run for mayor and run this Negro Brandon Johnson out of office. Man, but, that man, I don't even know. I understand why they voted for him. I, I, I didn't vote for him because he said when he was running, he was going to do everything for the illegal immigrants. You know, they try to say uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Democrats here, they say, oh, it's a humanitarian crisis, you know, but we had homeless people, citizens, yeah. Ex, ex, yeah. ex uh, just citizens, man. Military men out there on Military the Military men sleeping yeah. on the streets, yeah. but you let all these... You should see it, Jesse. It's a big mess here in Chicago. But uh, well, what hate, I call hate call the Democrats, uh, Democrats, Democrats, Democrats. <laughs> the amazing demon, <laughs> not Democrats, but demon rats, demon rats. I like that. Yeah, demon rat. Amazing, demon, amazing. Hey, but look, I call for the question: What, what is, is hell? When you broke. <laughs> You be broke as hell, don't you? <laughs> I've heard that hey, term hey, before. Hey, Je- hey Jesse, you be, <laughs> and, and you be mad as hell, too, don't you? When you broke. <laughs> <laughs> that's hell, man. <laughs> and, 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 and Fanny Willis, uh, that's hell, too. Imagine waking up to her every morning. I'm that's hell. You. <laughs> Imagine that woman, female being your wife. What that's, the? What the? That's hell right there, man. I'm telling hey. you. I ain't going to hold you up, man. Hey, I've been listening to you. I'm 52 years old, man. I've been following you since the 90s, man. I'm glad to, I'm glad you got the social media page and all of that, man. I listen to you every day, man. I, you know, I, um, I, I, I work ride share, so I play you. I play you when I when I guess when I know some Democrats, especially some black women, get in my car. <laughs> oh man, Jesse, you be pissing them off, man. When, <laughs> what, it's, the? It's, 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 what the? Especially when you put that a couple weeks ago when you said, "What do uh, E. Jane Carroll, E. Jean Carroll?" She said, "What what what do we need men for?" And all yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, man, them black women be so mad at you, man. I just be laughing. I do it on purpose. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Oh, Keep it well, up, brother. I will, Bye. and I appreciate it, and I'll respond to the biblical question on Sunday. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Jesse. All right, buddy. What the? What the? <laughs> Amazing. Heard around the world by everybody, and if you're black, everybody and their mama. If you're white, everybody and their mama. Amazing. <laughs> Brian is out of Florida. Brian, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Brian. How you doing, sir? All is well. You're on the air. All right. So I called in about a, about a couple months ago. I told you I was just um, rekindling um relationship with my father. We had lost touch over about a decade and a half because my mama found out she was keeping me away from him and whatnot. Yeah. And then I told you, yeah. So we reconnected and everything was good. Everything's great. Me and him are like best friends now. We go shooting. He comes up to see the kids whenever he can. Now, recently after that, I gave up drinking. So now that I gave up drinking, I've noticed that, like, I don't really have no anger, but when I get behind the wheel, sir, I can string together curse words like it's a poem or a haiku. Like the, <laughs> the dumb drivers, like <laughs> these the, the drivers, like they get to me and I don't know if it's anger or if it's just me overreacting, but I know it's something because I'm acknowledging it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And your question so like, is... How do I, so how do I go about overcoming that? Because my, me and my wife discussed, like, well, you gave up drinking. That, that, that would have been where some of, you know, some emotional distress would have came from, but now that that's gone, where is it coming from? So I don't know if it's just dealing with stupid people on the road or if I'm just, just still hung up. Here's what you do. When that happens, just watch it. Don't. Okay. And, and when the, those emotions come up, don't call them you. Don't identify with it. Just see it. Just watch it and then just calm down, but don't judge yourself. Don't let the devil tell you it's not working. You still get angry and all that. It's a lie. It's not you. And when you just watch it, be conscious of it, it those spirits, which are evil, and there are many of them, will be taken away from you. You're doing just fine. It's not you at all. Okay. Because like I said, cause like I, 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 like I gave up the anger and all that stuff. Like I said, man, I lived in L.A. and stuff myself. So driving on like, you know, the 110, Everybody knows you, you, right? Yeah, but man, don't, don't but just there's, watch there's, there's it. Some people out there. Yeah, just watch it, and don't call it you, and you'll be fine. You have gone and you have forgiven. Now your eyes have been opened. Your heart has been changed from anger to love, and now because what you're going to realize if you haven't already, you were never the angry person. You would never. No, do. no, I know that that that, that was that was the, the devil working through right. me in some and, other some other way. And the only way that he was able to to make a home in you, you thought it was you at that time, and he stayed there pretending to be you, but it was never you. And so now that you're starting to see that it's not you, it will. I promise you, man, it will be taken away. God would take away all those evil spirits. Don't worry about when. Don't worry about how long it takes. He that's endured to the end shall receive the kingdom of heaven. You'll be fine. 
Okay, cool. Because I always thought, like, I've been thinking the past few months, I'm like, man, I done gave up everything. I, I returned to everything. I'm like, what's all this then? Like, well, what, what, why am I so but That's the ego. Right, that's, a, that's a pride. That's the ego nature dying. And in order to okay. live, you must die. So the not you is dying, and the real you is coming to the forefront. You're, you're, you're fine. Okay, cool. All right, that, that makes sense. But, like, I, I I just need to, like, maybe here clarify. Maybe I just wasn't. Hey, boy. Sorry, I got I got my kid trying to run into the road here. What's wrong with you, boy? Run into this. <laughs> Sorry. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but yeah, it makes sense because, like you know, like once I gave up, you know, like all like I said, all possibilities of intoxications, and you know, like I said, I went back for fully forgave. Everything came to fruition, but there was just like I said, when I get behind the steering wheel, man. Well, the, well, the now that word, you now that you have risen, you must die. The ego, you will die. Now that you're risen by overcoming by forgiving, right? Now, yes, sir. The light. We'll kill the darkness. You'll be fine. It's not you. Okay, cool. All right. It's totally the death of the ego. (laughs) It's not you. Oh, okay. So he's not going down without a fight while I'm here. I'm sorry? He's not going down without a fight. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. But you just watch the fight. Don't you be a part of it. Just watch it. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bird. I got to take a break. Thank you, buddy. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate all your help. Right on. Back in a moment. We have a counseling service, and I have to admit, thanks to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy. They're miserable. They have rough lives. They're depressed, suicidal, young and old, of all races. I understand. I know why, and I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session. If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven.
Okay, welcome back. 888-7753-888-77. Jesse, J-E-S-S-E, a couple quick announcements. The Hake, H-A-K-E report is coming up at the top of this hour. Oh, no, not at the top of this hour. This is just as we're about to get to the third hour. Sorry about that. But the Hake Report is coming up at 9 a.m. this morning from 9 to 11. And then after the Hake Report, uh, Joel Friday TV, he black. Joel Friday TV at 11 a.m. And then at 12 noon, the American Anchor Baby. Energy given to him by God. All right. So Hake. At 9 a.m. Pacific time. The guy with the good hair. I don't know if y'all been listening to Hate show. Y'all sure. He's on fire lately. Don't mess with Hank. He ain't scared. Oh, just so scared. Amazing. Uh, and then the uh, Joel Friday TV and uh, the American Anchor Baby. All right. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. By phone, Skype, or walk-in. I do it myself. Individual, family, or whatever. Go to rebuildingtheman.com, rebuildingtheman.com, or call 800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663, all right, to make an appointment. Let me go quickly to Amanda, a first-time call out of Florida. Amanda, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi. Hey, Amanda. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Speak um, up a little bit. Okay. Can you hear me okay right now? I do. Okay. So I just wanted to say um, that I am very appreciative of everything that you're putting out there. Just recently, my mom was the one that actually um, told me about you. And sometimes I'm a little skeptical <laughs> of the things that she wants me to listen to. Right. Um, and I, but I gave you a chance. <laughs> and you totally grew on me. <laughs> I totally what? And, um, <laughs> you said I totally what? And you, you grew on me. Oh, like, the okay. more I listened to you, the more I was just, wow, like this is just truth. It's and, like the more um, you give, the more I won't. Can't get enough Wait, of your love, again? babe. Right on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had just, um, really quick, I, okay, let me go back a little bit. I have come from the past of being, you know, everything you say about a woman, you know, just hell inside of me. And the whole time thinking that I was the righteous one, especially with my ex and my ex-husband. And now looking back, just after everything I'm learning, I just realized how I tore down that house with my hands. Yeah. And, um, but, um, I'm married now and, um, my ex was a beta and my husband now is a total alpha. And for the longest time I was thinking, um, we've only been married for, almost two years now. Uh, we've been through quite a lot, though. We've already experienced um, a death of our first child at birth, and I'm pregnant right now with our second, um, but he'll be our firstborn. Um, but I just would 
you know, I've, I've had a lot of challenges with this man thinking that, you know, he doesn't love me. He's so hard on me and <laughs> this and that. And, you know, and, and now it just all makes sense. You know, it's just it's like perfectly clear. Like, I want him to be like that. Yes. You know? Yes. And he's nothing like my ex. My ex was just like an ass kisser, just a, ugh. So, <laughs> Anyway, my mom told me about you, and um, I started listening, and coincidentally, um, but then again, there are no coincidences in our Heavenly Father, that I had just got done reading a book. I was told by your producers before I spoke to you that I couldn't really mention the book, but I just want to say that it's a book about um, how we basically were created as women, are um, created to be a helpmate to the man. Right. And so that's... So that's what it's about, and this book was a challenge for me to read. I finally got through it. Um, it's just it's so convicting, um, so convicting, just every second of it. I mean, she speaks truth, 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 and um, and then I was finally done with it, and then I thought, oh, I still need more, you know, <laughs> and then my mom told me about your station, or about you, and so I started listening, and it's just so awesome listening to your perspective on the man's side, you know, and, um, my mom, I know you're going to say you don't love her, but I do. <laughs> I love her, but she, she definitely growing up, she did not bring me and well, I don't, I don't want to speak to my sister, but she did not bring me closer to my dad. Um, uh, she always wanted to protect me from my dad. Um, and she caused a lot of the strife, very emotional, Yeah. Um, you know, all that stuff. My grandmother was the same way. Um, and it's just, it's so recently, you know, I heard a video, you know, obviously I've been listening to a lot more since then, but the first one I heard about how you're supposed to call your mom, and, you know, forgive her. Um, I, I called my mom afterwards, and I didn't really have the intention of actually forgiving her. Like, not, not that I was, I hadn't already forgiven her, but I wasn't really going to bring it up because she's so, she can be emotional. And so I called her just to talk to her, and I was going to talk to her about you. And so we're talking, we're talking about different like, videos that we've seen of you. And then she goes, so, is there anything you want to forgive me for? And I go, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was perfect. So I was led right into it, and I just literally got everything off my chest. I told her exactly, you know, what I believe she did wrong, you know, to to me as my mother. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of things that I can't say, you know, I, 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 I am mad at her about because then, you know, I am who I am, but then at the same time, in token, you know, she, she did create a, she did give me a lot of her hell that she had in her and from her mother. Right. Um, so, I mean, I had two abortions when I was in my early 20s that my mother told me I should get. And then it goes back even further when I wanted to, the first time I wanted to um, have sex, and this was before I knew our Heavenly Father, but um, I, I didn't know any better. I... I, I shouldn't say I didn't know any better, but I didn't know any better. I was young. I, I told her how I wanted to, you know, um, have sex with my boyfriend, 
And all she said to me was, well, as long as you go get a pap smear, that's all she said. Wow. And so um, I told her that, that, you know, you should have, I wish that you would have given me, you told me how important it is to save yourself for your husband, you know, and how, you know, just all of that. And so she took it all in. She really did. She took everything in. And um, it's just, it's ever since I've, I've forgave her like that, you know, it's, I've really noticed that hell in me that I thought was gone. It really is just like leaving me. Like I can, I'm more tolerable to situations that are uncomfortable, um, that are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, I just spoke so much, but I just want to say that I, no problem. yeah, so I, I, I appreciate everything you're putting out there. It's awesome. Um, I'm so grateful to our Heavenly Father that he has, you know, led me down this. He's given me this wisdom, and because it's terrible out there. The women, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. And I'm so grateful to not be associated with that anymore. I mean, I, I hope I can say that. I, I, I say that as sober as possible, you know, but um, anyway. Are you yeah. are you doing my silent prayer? You know, I knew you were gonna ask me that. <laughs> um, I I'm gonna answer you as as honest as possible. I I speak to our Heavenly Father literally like all day long. So I'm not sure how it's different from your silent prayer. And if you can explain to me, please, like Okay. Um When you say but, you speak yeah. to the Heavenly Father all day long, what do you mean? Well, I'm just always asking him for help in every situation. I'm always praising him in every situation, um, you know, that kind of thing. Just, and why are you doing that? I, why I, are you carrying on like that? Why am I what? Why are you carrying on like that? Well, I mean, he's my, I believe he's my source. So I believe that I, I'm not going to sit here and, talk to myself or anything and I was you know I, I, I <laughs> so I mean but, but when you do that you pr- when you do that you're praying to the devil when I'm praying when you're like oh heaven the father help me do this and do that you worship in the devil and calling him God and, and and because you have the wrong ideas all of your ideas about God are wrong and that's why when you die from the ego, the ego death, all of your ideas about God and about you and about other people and about situations, all of your identities you picked up over the years will disappear because they're just ideas that come straight out of hell from the imagination. And so your ideas about God are wrong, but when you sit still, and he's going to bring you out of the darkness of your imagination, out of thoughts. And the light is going to destroy all of the thoughts, which are ideas, which are false identities, and all those feelings and all that, which are not you. And, and God will guide you. Your life will just happen naturally. You don't have to be asking. You don't have to be begging. You don't have to be running around thanking him all day. You're just thinking ideas and it has nothing to do with God at all. That's why it well, hasn't I, worked in the past. 
Well, I definitely know that in the past, past, no, it definitely has not worked. But as of lately, I understand what you're trying to say. I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. And I'm not, I didn't mean that I'm literally speaking all day long as though as if one was talking to themselves, but I'm saying that I'm talking to him instead. I just mean, maybe, maybe it's more like as if I'm, I am, it's like his his like like scripture comes to mind or but then God said I'm, that we don't know what to ask for, right? So why are you doing it if you don't even know what you want? You don't know what to ask for. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. Why are you I, asking? I always say it's in your will. I'm I sorry? always say, Father, if it's in your will. But if you want His will to be done, you let go and let His will be done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you're saying, you're, you're saying, let your will be done, but you still have all these requests. I don't, I really don't. Honestly, like my, my most recent request was that we have all of our storage stuff in our storage unit right now and we're about to lose it and we needed to come up with the money. And I said, Father, please, you know, if it's in your will, please help us to be able to make this. And he huh. He created, he provided the way for us to be able to make it the very last minute. And Here's what I recommend. And you don't have to do it, but I recommend that you do your little, mm-hmm. your little hoop and hollering prayer, right? Like what you're doing. And when you're doing, um, when you, when you're doing, when you have finished doing your little hoop and hollering, do the silent prayer. Be still and know God. Because according to Matthew, it says that your father knows what you need before you even ask. And so he already knows he's going to take care of you naturally, and it's going to be amazing. So do your little hoop and holler, and you know, God, let your will be done. And then <laughs> I once don't you do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and once you're done, do the silent prayer. Be still and know him. Okay, so so since I have you on the phone and you are the one that teaches that, please tell me exactly the silent prayer. <laughs> like, tell me what you mean by it. Okay, I, I want you to go to rebuildingaman.com slash prayer, okay. and you can find it there, rebuildingaman.com slash prayer, right? And what? Mm-hmm. And, and now that you have gone to forgive your, your mother, you, return, you forgave your father too, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I never actually... Okay. Yeah. I haven't asked him the question you said about why didn't you protect me from my mother. Right. Do you think that's really important? Like, No, do you that? don't have to ask that. It's just that it just helps okay. you learn more about him. Right, right. But, but you don't have to ask that. Okay. But I have forgiven him. Right and, on. Yeah. Well, what decided, now that the light is on inside of you, the light, mm-hmm. which is happens when you be still, let go. You stop asking God for all this stuff or anything. The light is going to bring you out of the darkness of your thoughts. All thoughts, all lies, all the time about anything. You're not your thoughts. You're not guilty. You've never done anything wrong. You are not a sinner or a saint. You're not anything. But you think that you are because you have identified with all these things, right? But that's because you're living in your thoughts. Well, the light now that you've risen is going to bring you out of the thought, which is the ego nature, which is the nature of the devil, and it will destroy that. It will take all those spirits away from you. And that's what God meant when he said we have once to die, once to live, and once to die. You're going to die a spiritual ego death. And then the real you will live forever. Okay. 
You have identified okay. with all these things. You don't realize how deep they are, but you start right. seeing it when you watch the not you. When you see those thoughts and stop calling them you, stop identifying, let them pass, they will be taken away from you because they're dark spirits. Mm-hmm. They're evil. Right. Okay. So give it a um, give it a, tr- give it oh, a try. Okay, I will. And well, let me ask you this. Uh, I'm not trying to Bible thumb, I promise. But <laughs> <laughs> um, what about though, the scripture that says, make your request be made, make your request be known to God? And, and you are doing that when you want to know yourself, when you want to, mm. uh, when you want to overcome the evil of your heart, the anger of the mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. You're making the request. He's not mm, saying make okay. a request for stuff, physical stuff. Like He's stuff, talking about right. spiritual things. Right. That makes sense. But the yeah. Christian okay. thing, he's Ooh. talking about physical, physical stuff, and he's not. He'll take care of that. Uh-huh. He said don't even take thought about that. Right. Right. Okay. For sure. All right. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. So give, awesome. it, give it a try. You can always stop doing it if you want to. But, let, but give it a good try because you're on your way now. And the light inside mm-hmm. of you, the kingdom of heaven is inside of you. It's going to blow your mind when you see that you're not your thoughts. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay, perfect. Thank you, Jesse. I appreciate you so much. I really do. You're welcome. Let me know how it goes, all right? Okay. Okay, I will. And tell your mother I said <laughs> hello and right on for pointing I- you the right way. <laughs> I will. Hey, she... Let me tell you, Jesse, my mom needed it just as much as I, because whew, she, <laughs> she didn't know how to be a wife either. Yeah. She did not know how to be a wife. Yeah. And that, that's what I had to see my whole life, you know? Absolutely. So, oh, but it's just such a blessing listening to your teachings and everything. So thank you. You're welcome. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. You haven't seen anything. You're going to have a clear mind eventually if you stay with it. Yes. That is what I hope and desire. (laughs) Right on. Thank you. I I wish you well, Amanda. Call me again. Okay, for sure. Have a a great day, okay? All right, you too. Amazing. It's the same thing for everyone. You must die from the ego nature. You're not those things. Super Chat. Super Chat. Super Super Chat. Aries donated a diamond, no message, over on DLive. Thank you. Uh, someone bought a coffee. Biblical question response. What is hell? Hell is the absence of God's love. Amazing. Thank you. I'll put my two cents in on Sunday. Amazing. Matthew on YouTube, five coffees. How do you like your coffee, Jesse? Like I like my women. <laughs> White. <laughs> <laughs> No plan. <laughs> I'm just joking. But I like my coffee with a little cream. That's about it. Thank you. Big Chungus bought three uh-uh, coffees. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Jesse, how do I get over my anger about Get a Job getting deleted by YouTube? I know. How sad is that? I mean, it's not sad, but I was just asking hate about Get a Job yesterday. and uh, uh, But don't worry. Get a Job is a tough guy. He'll be back. He will be back. Uh, he is on. I I did see him on uh, Rumble now. Oh yeah, get a job too on Rumble actually. Uh, user. 
He was on Rumble at one point, yeah. and then he wasn't there. And now he's now he is back. So check out rumble.com slash get a job. Well, slash user slash get a job too. Oh, okay. Yeah, check him out there. But don't worry, get a job will be back. Get a job is tough. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Get a job, and thank you. Big Chungus wants to know how to get over his anger about that. Did what? you tell him? Did oh, you ha- tell him how to get over his anger? Forgive YouTube. Don't be mad at YouTube. There is never, ever. I don't care what happens to you. There's never a reason to be angry. No, it, it should not make you angry. If it does, be glad to see that and overcome it. Amazing. So forgive YouTube. Amazing. Doug, Doug D bought five coffees. When is Uncle Tom three coming out? Love me some JP. Uh, go in here. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, I think they're working on it. I think they put on, they had talked about it at one time and they, they want to do something differently. But check out, if you haven't seen it, folks, check out Alcatraz 1 and Alcatraz 2. Amazing. Right on, Doug D. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you, Doug D. Being enlightened until I rise, bought three coffees. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. This is a lo- this is not a pithy super chat. I think I'm going to have to hold it over until next hour, maybe. Make it pithy. Pithy. Did I say it right? Yeah, pithy. Pithy. You know, Sean, Sean told me Sunday is not pithy. Right. I got another white guy in my office corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> I had no way. Now another white guy is here. I'll be back in a moment. One more hour to go. The hate news, not the fake news. I'll be back. Steve, thank you for calling and thanks for holding. How have you been helped by the show? I'm going to tell you this. I believe you might go down in history as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, black man that ever lived on planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know anybody before you that's been that great. You know, freeing the slaves is one thing, but you've been freeing people of their mind, which matters, it should be anyhow, to you more than anything else, because with the mind not being right, there ain't nothing else going to happen right anyway. If you can doubt every thought because you're not your thoughts, if you can doubt every thought, knowing that you're not your thoughts, you don't create them, they're not from God, that they're from the deceiver, the great deceiver, Satan, If you can doubt every thought, you can be free, just like that, at an instant. Bring every thought into captivity. It's so amazing. There's a test of Biden's support in the Michigan primary today, they say, because Palestinian Rashida Tlaib's mad at his Israel support. Grocery prices through the roof, I hear. Social media is in the Supreme Court uh, this week, I guess. And a whole bunch of restaurants are closing. It's a mess. But the economy is great. This is the end of Hour 2 of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Tuesday, February 27th, A.D. 2024. Country and Western Tuesday continues into Hour 3 after fake news, not fake news. The lines are full, guys. Hang tight. JLP will be right back to your calls. Uh, after the Jesse Lee Peterson Show, thehakereport.com, live Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific. And then after that, Joelle Friday TV, live Monday through Thursday, 11 to 12 Pacific time. That's 1 Central, 2 Eastern. And then, of course, American Anchor Baby, live right after Joelle Friday at 12 to roughly 2 uh, Pacific time, Monday through Thursday, and then 4 p.m. on Fridays. 
You can catch all of the uh, network clips from all of the network hosts by going to uh, JLP Radio Network on YouTube or IG. That's cool. Biden support uh, amid Israel simping. President Crooked Joe Biden said he hopes there will be a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas conflict by next Monday, as you heard last hour. Sources familiar with the discussion say Hamas has backed off some key demands per Commie Nonsense Network, CNN, bringing the negotiating parties closer to an initial agreement that could halt the fighting and see a group of Israeli hostages released. In the United States, many eyes are on the Michigan primary today which will in part serve as a litmus test on Biden's refusal to call for a ceasefire in Gaza. The Crooked Joe president, uh, his ardent support for Israel, but not Netanyahu, I hear, uh, has enraged a large block of so-called American progressives, meaning communists, many of them Jewish and also Arab Americans, most notably in and around the Michigan city of Dearborn, which does not look like Dearborn used to home to one of the largest Arab-American communities in the country. The anger, anger is fueling a statewide movement among Democrat critics of Israel for voters to mark uncommitted on their ballots, led notably by that crooked woman, Rashida Tlaib, with her trashy mouth. She's Palestinian, but is in Congress in America somehow. Uh, Grocery prices, inflation may be cooling, says Comedy Nonsense Network CNN. But many Americans are spending more on their income on groceries, more of their income on groceries than at any other point over the past 30 years, according to the BLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics. Food prices remain much higher than before the scamdemic. They call it pandemic. Fresh vegetables are starting to come at a premium. Most notable price increase in produce aisles last month was for tomatoes, which cost 4.6% more than they did in January. Pretty big jump. Meanwhile, the United States government Monday sued to block a $25 billion deal between Kroger and Albertsons, alleging that the largest supermarket merger in the United States would drive costs even higher, so they claim. The merger announced in 2022 sought to combine dozens of chains, including Safeway, Vons, Harris Teeter, whoever heard of that, and Fred Meyer. What a mess. Social media at the Supreme Court, so-called Supreme Court's hearing arguments, in two cases this week that could upend what we see on social media. The justices expressed skepticism Monday about the state laws in Texas and Florida that banned censorship censorship of political opinions. It was designed to stop social media's giants from throttling conservative views. Justices struggled with sweeping First Amendment questions about whether social media platforms should be treated like common carriers such as telephone companies required to transmit content across their networks regardless of viewpoint. Texas and Florida laws prohibit online platforms from removing or demoting user content that express certain viewpoints. But for now, several of the justices appear, by several they mean a few, appear to be angling for a potential outcome that would keep the laws on hold temporarily and allow lower courts further to review the impact on a wide range of Internet sites. What a mess. Don't trust the courts. And dozens of restaurant chains are closing their doors permanently due to slowing sales. But the economy is great, guys. I'm James Hake. Now back to JLP, Hour 3.